G'day guys, what's going on? First Down Under here with Zach and Charlie, and we are recording this a little earlier than usual, Chaz. We've caught you on a day yes. off. Yes, we have, and it is a great day. I am very excited to do the show at 3 o'clock. I'm rested. I've watched a couple of games, and it's just nice to have the week off and be fresh, because a lot's happened today, obviously, in the NFL. We still have a game going with the Chargers and the Steelers. And the Steelers are now in the red zone with four minutes remaining. That is going to be a saucy matchup. What's the current score? The current score is Chargers 30, Steelers 23. Well, they've come back a fair way because I remember yeah. checking in at halftime and they were down. They were what? down 23 to 7. Really? So the half-time. Chargers D has come out big, big in the time. second half. Yeah. And uh, there was number 43 out there for the Chargers. I thought it was Darren Sproles for a bit, the way he was playing coverage, because Antonio Brown was having his way with this Chargers secondary. They scored a TD with about 17 seconds remaining. The vintage Big Ben rollout and just threw it to Antonio in open space. It looked like it was all Steelers. And then the Chargers have just gone berserk in the second half. I'm not saying Rivers has put together 25 passes in, in a, a row, row yeah. but he's doing a bit. And they're and doing that without Melvin Gordon too. It's incredible. Austin Eckler. Yeah, is, he's, uh, he's been good. He's been a great sort of like a one, no, I wouldn't say 1B, but great number two option. Yep. Uh, to Melvin Gordon. With, uh, uh, so it's good to have someone like that in your backfield yeah, that you can with, lean on mm. when the big filler goes out. Exactly right. And they, Chris Garlandsworth showed the probability of Rivers completing 25 for 25 passes last week um, in that incredible game against the Cardinals. And What was the probability? The probability was 1 in 9,300. Wow. Because they showed some of the catches he was hit by the, his receivers. The Keenan Allen was like 14.1%. And they combined that and oh, saw it, that it was one in 9,300. Wow. I mean, wow. wow. <laughs> Those are some stats. I had to talk to him. Unbelievable the catch. Uh, we sat down with him this week, and I just love his progressions. Um, so that was incredible to see. And actually, the Steelers have just scored its 30 apiece with wow. 4 10 wow. remaining. This is a champagne game. Oh, I can't believe we're recording during this game. We should just be watching it. The uh, one Monday I have off. But anyway, no, it's great to be in the studio. I got a recording at home. A lot of energy. I'm enjoying this. Let's get to it. A lot to cover. Mate, heaps. I mean, I don't even know where to begin with this week, but let's talk about uh, Big Dick Mick. Uh, Mike <laughs> McCarthy is out of Green Bay after yes. suffering a shock loss mm-hmm. to the Arizona Cardinals. The first time that the Cardinals franchise has won in Lambeau in 69 years. They were the Chicago Cardinals back then. Almighty, 69 years. Yeah, Mm. Uh, and I got to say, it is um, perhaps a welcome change for Mm. the average Green Bay fan. Where do you sit on this, Chaz? Are you Team Aaron or Team? I'd love to see whoever's (laughs) on Team Mike. Let's be real. (laughs) Who's saying no? Give Mike a different quarterback. You'd have to be a couple deep in Lambeau to be getting behind Mike McCarthy. I don't think anyone would be supportive of the coach. I think we will, this was well overdue, this decision. Obviously, I did not expect him to be fired straight after the game. I know it's the Arizona Cardinals, and they were 2-9 and nine coming into Lambeau. We all pencil this in as a Packers demolition, to be honest. And just the way the game unfolded, the Packers' offense was completely stagnant. The entire game, play after play, just running It's like literally... Devontae Adams' back shoulder throws. I was getting fed up. I'm just like, call anything else. Call the screen. Call something different. Do something with Aaron Jones. They were anemic on offense. And all Arizona needed to do was pound the rock and put up 20 points against an Aaron Rodgers team that clearly needs change. And this was the only thing on a very dark day for Green Bay that we can actually look forward to. 
It does feel like our, the Green Bay Packers have, mm. have just like lost receivers somehow. Mm-hmm. Like the only viable option for you is Devontae Adams, and that's yep. it. Yep. And like getting Jimmy Graham involved has seemed like a challenge. Mm. I'm not sure what's happened to Randall Cobb, but um, I mean, no, poor God. guy's a shell of himself. He's done nothing since that fourth and seven against Chicago five years ago. They made a big <laughs> deal about him coming back from injury this week. He had three catches for 25 yards. Jimmy Graham's obviously had a broken thumb, but he's been non-existent almost in this offense when they made such a big deal about him in the preseason. And then you look at the rest of the list, Valdez, Scantling, Equinemius, St. Brown, and there's just no well, one he, else. Here's your problem. I can't spell half your yeah, list names. Exactly. Imagine the jersey guys. Oh. But, but Devontae came out this week and said he's the best receiver in the game. I think he's the only receiver on Green Bay currently, and this team is in a need of absolute change. They're 4-7-1. They're out of the playoff picture, and Mike McCarthy had to go. It it does seem like the right decision. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't have ever expected Green Bay to be a franchise to fire a coach midseason. Yeah, you, you know it's much more of a Browns, Jets, Oakland kind of domain. Yes, exactly. And, and yeah. you're a storied franchise with Super Bowls and 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 Hall of Fame quarterbacks back to back. Yeah, this is a shock. It this is a shock a- that you know. You, yeah, I agree with you. You think they just see it out? Let's just give him the remainder of the season. And then we can look for someone else in the offseason. But no, apparently Joe Philbin is now taking the reins at Green Bay. Is that Former correct? Former head coach of the, of the uh, Miami, Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Yeah, he must have been the offensive coordinator or something. I'm not 100% sure what his well, role was. Well, if he was the was. offensive coordinator, it's not looking great because this offense has three or four plays to go to with one of the greatest quarterbacks, probably the greatest quarterback of this generation from a talent perspective, Max Kellerman. <laughs> but I think that... We just need to... I'm un- bad, man. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously, it's a great day for Green Bay from the coaching side. <laughs> the Cardinals' loss was massive. Hard, hard to say it's a great day. It was hilarious. <laughs> might be the darkest it, it, day it, of the last it, two decades. It was quite humorous. I was watching uh, the final drive, and I was like, this is what Aaron Rodgers does. You know, he, he shaved the beard. He's, he's commanding the offense, moving his weight down the field. They go for Devontae in the far right corner of the end zone. Mason Crosby comes up for a 52-yarder, and I say to myself, he's going to miss this. There's no doubt in my mind he's going to miss. Shanks at wide right, blames the blames the holder, and oh, Mike McCarthy was doing his last jog on Lambeau Field. Do, do you think that Aaron walked over to Crosby before the kick and said, look, I'll give you 250 grand That's it. if you shank this kick. <laughs> Mike's gone before the, before the sun goes down. Under his, under his jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. lift the jersey over the nose. LeBron to Lonzo. (laughs) You'll be fine. Keep at it. Get back on the bench. Get back. (laughs) I mean, it's tough. It's tough when you lose to a rookie quarterback like uh, Josh Rosen, who completed 11 passes on the day for 149 yards. Um, (laughs) A lot of question marks about the defense, the offense. It looks like a complete reshuffle. For the Green Bay Packers, Chaz. a lot of names being floated already. Um, I can't believe that uh, Dirk Cutter outlasted Mike McCarthy. Um, he's not on the list. I'd love to see the market for that. I, was, I thought you were about to say he's off li- on the list and would fall off my chair. But uh, but uh, Josh McDaniels last year was potentially going to the Colts. Pulled out of that deal. Maybe the Green Bay Packers is somewhere he'd rather end up. That is end a gorgeous up. romance, thinking about it. The well, he's the- worked with Brady for 12 years. Yes. On and off. Mm-hmm. And you could imagine bringing that that offense to a to a player of of, of similar of Rogers caliber. they play very different games Rogers yeah. and Brady but obviously he'd be a, a a huge addition to this Green Bay team absolutely um, someone maybe off the Andy Reid coaching tree uh, I'm not sure mm-hmm. who the offensive coordinator is this year but it seems mm-hmm. like every year a Chiefs offensive coordinator becomes a, a great head coach in the league so mm-hmm. maybe somewhere there uh, I mean everyone's always going to talk about uh, Jim Harbour. 
Jim Harbaugh, as in the Michigan Michigan po- uh, head post, coach, uh, pre 49er head coach. I think yes. he's happy at Michigan. I saw a documentary of him for a few episodes, and he's he's whacked out of his mind. He yeah. wears the full Michigan kit around the house. Around like, the house. He wears the hat. He has the whistle. He has the jumper. He has <laughs> the whistle. And the tight, the tight chinos. They're like at his belly button. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, he, the slacks. They're beautiful. Yeah, he's completely off the grid. Oh, maybe, I, I maybe. Don't want, I don't want Jim Harbo. Maybe uh, that's a that's a stay away. Yeah, dealing with my uh, quarterback. I love Josh McDaniels as an offensive mind for the Packers. I think you just imagine even with a, imagine a Sean McVay with Aaron Rodgers and just the potential. If we get a couple more receivers or build the emerging receivers we have with us, obviously with Equinemius and Valdez Scantling, <laughs> but I think that you know a quarterback that is also mobile. Tom Brady is not a mobile quarterback. He obviously eclipsed a thousand rushing yards today. It took him two hundred eighty-five games, but good on him. Yep, full majority, credit to him. Majority were QB dives at the one-yard line. I think Mitch Trubisky has more rushing yards. Than- <laughs> <laughs> well, he has more rushing than passing, but I think that Aaron Rodgers and Josh McDaniels would be a great fit. Obviously, an offensive mind. Defense, just you do not think of with Green Bay. Well, uh, I, I mean, you barely of think of it, uh, except for this week, apparently. But all year, we haven't really thought about defense anyway. No. So um, to hire an offensive yeah. mind and you know just get a warm body um, heading up the defense, I think that would be a great call for the Green Bay Packers. That's probably yeah, why they great. fired him this week, not only to divert attention from the horrible loss. Mm. And uh, you got to feel... <laughs> Which for, it did work. <laughs> it did. I yeah. mean, we're talking about um, Mike McCarthy rather than the mm. loss. Um, but also to get ahead in the race uh, for, for the next you know, run of candidates. Yeah. Um, and Green Bay is a... Is a very, I, I imagine apart from the weather, yeah, and the fact that it's a small town, it, it is. It's a, a, as it's a storied a, franchise, you know, you you want to take over with Aaron Rodgers. It is called Title Town, and uh, they are well known for it. But apart from the that, it's, it, there's not there's not a massive selling point for any free agent going to Green Bay. You know, no, there's no, 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 there's nothing or really incoming coach. Yeah, looking up for you. So I think it's mostly secondhand players looking for an extra contract. But we cannot discount the fact that Packers do host the Falcons next week in what could be a pivotal game in the NFC playoff picture. Well, um, as, so as, 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 as every week for the Green Bay Packers <laughs> been since Halloween, it is must win. Uh, they are technically not out of the playoffs at 4-7-1. Hey, Rogers is going to let it all hang out. You, you, there's no doubt about that. He let it all hang out today with 17 points. A game and, and a half up against the Cardinals. I am, I am excited to see what he comes up with this week from the quotes perspective. To keep this fan base happy. Uh, I, I'm curious to see whether we see a happy Rogers this week. Despite yeah. everything, he's like, I got rid of Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Could have happened. So um, so the Cardinals, mate, obviously a dark day for them because they may miss out on the number one pick in the draft. Absolutely. So not the best decision tactically from them. Um, I think the Cardinals <laughs> have really blown their opportunity to build their roster, obviously capitalizing on a depleted Green Bay defense, the Swiss cheese, um, and just doing what they needed to do. And I think Josh Rosen, you know, Rogers did coach Rosen over the preseason. I remember they were, you know, they're both UCLA. They coached him too hard. They're both UCLA guys, and they had a little nice moment after the game. Um, this was a big win for their franchise. The catch from Larry Fitzgerald may just be the greatest Larry Fitzgerald catch I've ever seen. Really? Because there, there's a there's a few. There are a few, absolutely. But this one, he the ball is, you know, it's pissing down rain at Lambeau, and he leans out and just catches it. It is an incredible play. The, the, the coverage is perfect by the secondary. An unusual statement for Green Bay. <laughs> and he literally dives, and it, you have to watch it on YouTube. It is amazing. Tribute again to Larry Fitzgerald. We do it every week because we love him. <laughs> I know, he gets a good we run. We appreciate for, for an over-the-hill veteran yes, on a 3-9 and nine we, team. We appreciate what he does. We do. rocking up to work every day with that basket case for franchise would not be easy. Look, okay? I got to second that. And I say that, that knowing they beat Green Bay. So <laughs> let's move on. But I'm just going to say, let's just see what Rogers says this week. He might have another quote. He might be thinking of something to say. So let's just, let's just, uh, 
I'm not penciling you know the whole season in, but I'm I'm just saying that it doesn't look great. Um, but we're certainly not out of it with uh, quite an easy back end of the schedule. Yes, I think yeah. they are definitely cooked. Um, yeah. Well, hey, let's move to the champagne football games. Um, that was yeah. that was the lead story. That We've was. got a few downs to get to. Champagne football. Jazz, it seems like the only champagne football game this week is the Chargers playing the Steelers right now, which looks to be heading to overtime. And well, with three seconds remaining, the Chargers have the ball. Not sure whereabouts, but it is going to overtime. Oh, on Pittsburgh, on the Pittsburgh oh. 21. They're, they're, oh, they're going to be kicking a field goal. Is it, is it done? Be, yep. Well, I've got three seconds here on NFL.com. I'm going to try buff stream. I've, I've red zone three seconds. Man, I really so wish we you, were streaming you this. You have so we red could... zone. I think with the, at the twenty-one Com- now. Let's let's just assume compelling they stuff. That. Let's assume they kick the field goal. They move to nine and three. That, that's got to be. Let's let's a safe bet. However, we're talking about Chargers kickers here. Absolutely. And if there's one team that could shank a game-winning kick, yeah, it's the it, it LA is, Chargers. It is, yeah, this would be a huge win for the Chargers, who are is... looking to stay in and basically cement themselves as a wild card. Yeah. Well, in the current playoff picture, they are at Pittsburgh and. To be honest, this is just an absolute collapse from Pittsburgh as well because they had this game under control and really fighting for that wild card round spot with Baltimore obviously closely behind at seven and five. So I think the Chargers have just This is a big timeout. Bated breath yeah. from the lads. You can imagine Mike Tomlin staring aggressively at the kicker, yelling <laughs> profusely. Miss motherfucker <laughs> with no strategy. Come on now. All right. Well, yeah, hey, well, right, that's well, the champagne football for the week because yeah, there is. were some absolute stinkers. Yeah. This this week of football was like going to Seven Eleven at one a.m. and getting a sausage roll. It was dry. It was Which bland, can, it and can, it was not as good as you thought it was yeah, going to be. But it can be good. It can be good. Depends what mood you're times. in. Yeah, um, it does. And look, it, it wasn't great. Chaz, let's talk about the Chicago Bears heading to the mm. New York Giants because this was this was an exciting game by two, all accounts. Two elite quarterbacks. Um, at MetLife. And He's talking about Odell Beckham Jr., who had an absolute pearl and absolutely. was the best quarterback on the field. Now, based on your interpretation of that play, was that was that structured? Was that intended? Well, I, because th- I, feel, like, it, I feel like it was intended, but he got lost somewhere in the drop back. Because okay. if, when you watch it, it does seem like a, a scramble, an offhand scramble. Yep. Did you think it was meant to be a jet sweep motion for well, Odell? Yeah, or? the way he was running and moving out, he was aiming to go down the down the right side. And yeah. then he kind of diverted back in and it was almost like he hesitated a little bit and then just looked up and saw, oh, there's a guy wide open. And just threw and it just an absolute it. dime. Yeah. It was a pearler. And I'm wondering what the Chicago Bears secondary are thinking, even if he's running that screen or that jet sweep, sorry, and there's just no one there. There was a guy on the far left corner. Yeah. And there was just like absolute daylight. I couldn't believe that someone could get that wide open. And then the, the ball that Odell released was just perfection. I think it was, like it's, it, it was the yard. best throw by any Giants quarterback yeah, all year. That is a safe thing to say. Yeah. Absolutely. And the G-Man got it done. I mean, the Bears did storm back late. Chase Daniel scored a tee. They had a nice little trick play to make it 26-27. Well, they, yeah, they went overtime. And went to OT. And then the Giants, I think the Giants kicked a field goal in their first possession and the Bears couldn't do anything. I think they threw. No. no. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, Chase Daniels done an admirable job over the past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. He did have a, a bad pick six to Alec Ogletree um, earlier in the game. But, yep. I mean, more or less, that's what you want you, uh, that's what you expect rather from your, your backup mm-hmm. quarterback. I can't imagine that the result would have been different if Mitch Trubisky was in, oh, in the game. Oh, come on. Come I, on. I just feel like the Giants have come to play. They've won three of their last four. 
They were on top of the Eagles for a while in, until they because <laughs> that's tough. Until they blew it. I'm just saying they could be they could be four, like four and zero potentially if they didn't absolutely cook the goose and yeah, stop giving the ball they're to four, Saquon. They're four and eight. They're shit. It's no, no, no. But I mean, yeah. in the past few games, right? Yeah, so they're yeah, four yeah. and eight. They've won three of their last four. They're starting to cook. Yes. <laughs> and they are technically and not out right. of the playoffs. They're still relevant because this East, this <laughs> NFC's no, division is it's not the NFC. It's the NFC. Yeah. He's starting to stink it up. Well, I just think that's a little bit harsh on Mitch Trubisky. Yes, Chase Daniel is serviceable, and that is all he is. But Mitch Trubisky, for me, is in another echelon of class of quarterback. I think, um, I, I think he would have given how much yeah, further above. Uh, well, at least a, a sizable difference between because Eli Man he threw for 170 yards in a pick. Where was this Bears defense? We talk about this Bears. We laud them. Khalil Mack running the show there, mm. and you know some, Kyle Fuller in the secondary as well. We lure this defense and say, you know, Chase Daniel, quarterback, he's obviously a bit of a liability, but this defense will carry them over the line. And they give up 30 points to the New York Giants to an offense which is, for the majority of the year, I've, I understand they've much been maligned. recently. Much maligned. I was going to go anemic again, but I didn't. Good call. But this Bears defense is the heart and soul of this franchise, and they have not rocked up recently. And this is what they need to rely on. So, obviously, they need Mitch Trubisky back next week because they're 8-4. and four. Yes, the Vikings lost today, but... For me, this was a terrible game by the Bears, and just giving life to the New York Giants is not a good sign heading into the playoffs. Mm. Yeah, Tariq Cohen, 156 receiving yards on the day, 12 receptions. Mm. God, he also threw a touchdown as well. He's uh, he's on fire. If he was on your fantasy team, I think you'd be having. Yep. Do, do you get? I don't play fantasy. Do you get points if your wide receiver throws a touchdown? That's a question. I for, think you would. You imagine you would, even though that that's technically not a. Wide receiver. It's still a, a it's still uh, a stat, right? Yeah, it's still a stat. Do you stat. get the same points as you would for receiving a touchdown? I'm just curious. I don't know. But normally when they talk about it, 26-27 is a good day. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be launching our uh, <laughs> who you should be, uh, what do you call it, uh, the fantasy football podcast next week. Take a flyer on this guy. F is for fan- is it F is for fantasy? Is that I a, think that's a podcast. Uh, it's a good yeah. show. If, if I would like family I, on Netflix. I think Bill we Burr. should do fantasy next year. All right. Seriously. Yeah, we should. It, yeah. it seems like fun. Yeah. But you know, I've in, just in never... knocked up when Paul Rudd gets caught by his wife. She <laughs> thinks he's seeing... Um, thinks he's got a mistress, but he's, got mistress, he's just but playing he's, fantasy baseball yeah, with his mates. Fantasy baseball. What'd you do last week? <laughs> Watch Spider-Man. <laughs> I like Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, God, this week. <laughs> Oh man! But yeah, incredible. Uh, honestly, that was like looking to the future. I just guarantee I you, I'm going to get in trouble for doing some bullshit like that in yeah. my forties. <laughs> that's all we'll have, really. Yeah, it's that's, fantasy. That's, that's our that's our outlet. So the Chicago Bears, uh, yeah, cop a bad loss there yep. for the New York Giants. Good on them for getting the dub. Um, where does this put the NFC North, Chaz? Are the, are the uh, Minnesota Vikings a threat uh, to sneak <laughs> up on the... <laughs> the <There's> division <laughs> sucks. There's no threat whatsoever. Um, uh, you know, Minnesota, I was watching a little bit of the game against the Pats and I was just like, Jesus, Kirk Cousins. I mean, what has he actually done, really? Like, there was all this all this chat, all this hype in the preseason. He's such an upgrade from Case Keenum. And this team is probably worse off than they were at this stage last year. Uh, well, I mean, I yeah, from a, um, from a record perspective. From a record perspective, yeah. And, yeah. and they had an unbelievable run last year of luck when it comes to injuries on defense. and. Yep. Case Keenum really clicking with those two wide receivers. And it's not like Kirk Cousins has played bad, but no, yeah. we haven't seen that leap No, that I think we were hoping to see, or like at least Vikings fans were hoping to see. Um, yeah, we, we were field. seeing a quarterback that I don't trust late in games, a quarterback that I see is almost a little bit hesitant to make particular types of throws. He's almost going down the field. 
not not like Tom Brady with a slant, you know, from a surgeon perspective, but he's just he seems a little bit hesitant to me. He's not a quarterback I can lean on, and I think the Bears are going to be fine. I think they play the Packers again, so that's a certain that's a win. gimme. That's a layup. So that's a gimme. I I think they've played Detroit twice, which is unfortunate for them. Um, if they could be nice, if they could play them again. Yeah, but I don't think that the Vikings or anyone else in the NFC North is if if there is anyone else in the NFC North. Uh, will will pose a threat. I think the Bears will will do enough to have that um, wild card home game locked up. Lock it up. All right, moving on. Moving to on. Some more Yena goods. Some more Yena goods. Uh, one of mine. I had the. Let me just uh, check through here. Very good. Now I did have this one. We were, we were talking about this one previously. Uh, the Vikings at the Patriots. Oh, so to continue the the sentiment. Continue the the sentiment to Kirk Cousins. Uh, the Patriots getting the win twenty four to ten. This was a. Pretty standard Patriots win. Another, this has got a Patriots another, win all over it. Defense rocks up. Tom yeah. Brady does enough. Yeah. Uh, Belichick told Thielen to shut the fuck up. Um, Thielen was calling for a flag, and then he asked Bill Belichick to throw a flag, uh, resulting in, in Scott Hansis doing an interpretation of what Bill Belichick said, which was shut the F up. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, he did. Did and he say it? No, Scott Hansen on Red Zone? No, he said, oh, I think we can read what um, Belichick is saying there to uh, Thielen. And uh, he got into it, and it was uh, he was quite excited, having a little bit of a chuckle to himself. But, uh, oh, damn it. <laughs> so uh, who was he chuckling to? <laughs> yeah, chuckled to himself. But uh, similar to the Jets game, you know, defense, not, not a whole lot of offense, not, not a whole lot to, uh, to write home about for the Patriots, but just another steady win. Well, they, they they hold the Vikes to 10 points. I mean, people were a little bit, you know, people getting chirpy about Tom Brady. He, he'd had a bad month of football um, by Tom mm-hmm. Brady standards. He, he was mm-hmm. People were talking about the decline, uh, maybe not the cliff that Peyton Manning fell off, but certainly a gradual decline in numbers. But, I mean, by all accounts, at least looking at the stat line, it looks pretty solid. Um, 24 or 32, 311 yards, a touchdown, a pick. Yeah, but they're all, they're all these, you know, James White, Screens. They're not. They're not his work. That's what pissed me off. Well, look at his. Sony Michelle was the leading receiver. <laughs> you sit here and look oh, at no, these it stats. Wasn't. Sorry, it was. It was white. Yeah, you sit it was here white. and look at these stats, and he's just you know Instagrammed his house in Boston's mansion with Giselle, and he comes in and just throws slant, 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 and he might throw a ball to Gronk over the middle and nearly tear his ACL, and then the, you know the defense does what it needs to do, and they just they do their job, and then they hold the Vikes to ten points. Well, it's just, Corderell Patterson uh, came away with it. Uh, sorry, not Corderell Patterson. Uh, Joshy Gordon, Corderoy Pants, Corderoy Pants. Joshy Gordon got a TD from uh, oh, Tom Brady. God. Good to see them start to reignite the spark there that seemed to be going just off about two months ago. Just another example of the Patriots bringing in an embattled player and turning him into a Super Bowl champion. And it's a credit to Belichick's system. Are they the number two seed now? Uh, well, the Texans were for two hours this morning. I was oh, going to screenshot that. that because with Deshaun and a franchise record nine consecutive dubs. Um, but yes, the Patriots are the second seed. It's funny because I've never seen such a disparity between the first and second seed in the AFC in the AFC playoff picture. Because the Chiefs, for me, are that far ahead of the Patriots. I know the Patriots beat them early in the season. But just considering form line and who and, and the current quarterback play, the Chiefs, to me, are so far ahead of the Patriots. Well, the Chiefs are far ahead of, of most teams. Would you say the Chargers are the second best team in the AFC at this point? Yes, I would. So, I, I, I'm saying it. I, you, you, I, I, oh, char- I, I completely agree. And I think the Chargers don't actually have a home field advantage. But if you play the Chargers... They don't need it. No, exactly. If you play the Chargers and the Patriots tomorrow, I'm taking the Chargers. 
Whoa. Whoa. Phillip Rivers yep. playing some unbelievable football. Yep. Hey, now that Drew Brees and uh, old Patty Mahomes have dropped off a little bit in the MVP rankings, and, and Andrew Char- Luck about, laid an Rivers. egg. Don't talk about Rivers. I'm just saying, maybe the door's open enough for, uh, what about for Phil. What about Donald? Uh, yeah, well, hey, I'd love to see that too. First defensive player to win it since LT back in 86. I was about to say LaDainian Tomlinson, uh, but uh, Lawrence, Lawrence Taylor. Taylor. That's good. LaDainian Tomlinson, not a great defender. Char- Charles Woodson won it, mate. If you actually knew NFL, so... No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. So no, he won the Heisman. Let's have a Google. He, he, won, won... he won the Defensive Player of the Year. Sorry. <laughs> Charles Woodson, a proud defender, did win Defensive Player of the Year. Very good, Chats. Very good. Well, MVP of defense. Yeah, that's, that happens every year. <laughs> Absolute funk. Funk. Uh, well, I guess we've we've spoken about Cousins, we've spoken about Brady, uh, and and they yeah. are the two major storylines coming out of this game. I think the Patriots yeah, powerful, powerful stuff. do what they do. They're nine and three now. The Vikings out of the playoff picture at six five and one, which well, has the, allowed the the, the, the Redskins. Will, the North will do that to you. <laughs> the Redskins are now the wild card. And it seems like... Colt McCoy's playing in the postseason. Yeah, potentially, unless the Eagles get a win tomorrow. I was going to try oh and make it through God. the whole podcast without mentioning him. I couldn't. I tried. I, I really tried. I was, that was something that I was actively thinking it's just, about. just itching away. Let's move along. Uh, hey, the Carolina Panthers went to Tampa Bay to what try and correct the course. They've been on a three-game skid. We'll make that four. Cam Newton, four interceptions as well. Rough day. For the big man who just last week was saying he was playing his best football, Chaz. Yeah, well, oh no. Well, uh, <laughs> doing this show with a 15-year-old. Well, if you look at Carolina's home record against their away, you will understand that they are a different football team. Oh, what's the record? Um, they are <laughs> one and six in the last seven road games, Carolina. Wow. And I think I don't think they've lost a home game this year. Uh, last week, Seattle. Very good. Uh, and uh, <laughs> they, but I mean, I had them in my multi, and it was funny because the line was initially when we did the show minus three and a half, which I thought, oh, I don't know, I think you, you're a little bit harsh on Tampa there, mm-hmm. minus three and a half, and it moved to minus three. So I immediately pulled the trigger and just said, this is this is a lock, James. Give me. The Uber specialist will find a way to give us three points. <laughs> and Carolina and Tampa Bay just started red hot. They're 17 to 7 at half time. And this team, Carolina, on, on the road, they did this against Washington. Yeah. They lost 20 to 17, I think. They did this against Detroit. I just don't understand. Once they get on that plane, this team just completely in shambles. Uh, Cam Newton threw four interceptions, a career high. Yeah. And I think there was one player yeah. on the Tampa Bay secondary that had three picks. Jeez, you'd be feeling yourself this week. Oh, my God. His swag. He was rolling around the field. But Carolina, back to 6-6, six and six, out of the playoff picture now, when we all had them right there with the Saints. I think it was a game behind or two games behind throughout the majority of the season. And now this, the Seahawks have taken their spot. Well, when they were sitting Incredible. at 6-2, and two, we were feeling pretty good about them. I mean, we were thinking back to 2015 when they were in the Super Bowl. They lost to the Peyton Manning-led Denver Broncos. Apple, and- apple. And I was excited because the Panthers are a fun team. You got Christian mm. McCaffrey coming out of the backfield. Cam Newton makes all sorts of things happen. I mean, generally, the receiving core leaves a little bit to I get, uh, I give Curtis Samuel some love now. Yeah, I think uh, he had a he bit had to a, be desired there, Chess. Uh, Ian Thomas, yeah, it's a good player. I thought it was um, that Thomas uh, from the Jags. Remember that big to- uh, tight end for uh, Julius, Julius Thomas. Thomas from Denver? I thought it was him. It's Ian Thomas. Julius Thomas, just currently retired. <laughs> uh, 
Good player in his own right back yeah, in the day. But just quickly before you speak, uh, our boy Devin Funches, one catch, 10 yards. Ah, that's a shame. Yep. That's a shame. So Efficient, though. Efficient, like you said. But, yeah, Cam Newton completely imploded. Zach. Our four picks, that's that's no good. Three to the same defensive back. Mm. I mean, chuck a, chuck a Carolina jersey on him, for must God's be, sake. Must be a cousin or relative yeah. or something. Yeah, just throwing had, a, had throw him a, a bone. Hey, where does this put uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Because oh, you no, get, you're not asking that question. No, you get a victory, <laughs> another one with Jameis Winston. Now sitting at five and seven. Shut no, up. If you find your way to seven and nine... Or you are the biggest optimist for dog shit teams. I'm not saying you're they're like, going to make... This team's 2-10. and ten. I'm just saying... <laughs> I'm not saying the playoffs. I'm saying, <laughs> do you keep Winston next year? Oh, you have to. Have, have to? to. Well, they, Has we, he earned they, his spot we, back? Because there was a point in this year where Fitzpatrick was starting. He'd, yeah. Jameis had thrown four picks to start a game or something. Yeah. And we thought that is the end of the Jameis Winston experiment mm. in Tampa Bay. Mm. If he can string together two more victories... Two out of the last, what, four games. Mm-hmm. Do they keep him? I think you have to. He's playing well enough. I mean, he completed 66% today, 249, two touchdowns. And they're in enough games with him. Obviously, they're far better off than Fitzmagic. And so I much think more fun basic, with Fitzmagic when he was playing well. I know it was, wasn't it? Oh. When they get down 28 to zip, and then he'd be like, oh, shit, i got to rock up. Um, <laughs> All right, no oh, more picks. Oh, give me the helmet. Um, but I think with five and seven, I don't know what their um, future future draft picks look like, but it seems to me that Jameis is the best option right now. Maybe they implode next season. Maybe they just see how he goes. Get a new get a new coach in. Get a new coach. Get rid of Dirk Cutter. Um, get Doug Martin back. And if they <laughs> if they Missing don't you know ingredient. see how you go in the first eight games next year, if they completely implode, they get a draft pick quarterback. I don't think you can completely write off Jameis right now. I think he's got enough talent. Just enough talent to piss you off One if, you're more Tam- year. if you're a Tampa Bay fan. That's what I'm thinking. Because if you let him go and he starts playing well somewhere else, oh, shit. You piece of crap. Yeah. You, yeah, you dickhead. It's a, it it yeah. is that. It, yeah. it really flipped the coin for me. Yeah. Like, I, I could see both sides of the argument. Look, we've given him four years. He's screwed up enough times off the field, let alone on the field, mm. for us not to want to give this guy $20 million. Mm. But also, there is a talented quarterback here. They don't grow on trees. Is it worth just giving him one more year with a new coach and a new system because we've got so much around him? I think you do. Mm. Absolutely. With, Tough one. With, with Mike Evans as well and, and Barber and those playmakers and, and Godwin, I think Marquise Godwin or Goodwin, um, it's, 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 tough to, it, it's tough to write him off at this stage. I saw Trevor Simeon was backup QB for the Chargers. So there are, there are players out there um, and it's an offseason. The Bucks make a play for <laughs> Simeon. <laughs> it's an offseason to be had. Uh, and there's, nothing, there's, there's nothing wrong with the conversation. Chaz, back to the Panthers. Where does this leave them? They're six and six. They're yeah. currently on the outside looking in with some pretty critical losses to teams that are in the playoff hunt. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm talking Seattle. I'm talking uh, the Redskins. They've got yeah. a victory over the Eagles, but I, it does seem like the, 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 the window's closing. It does. And with Seattle rolling right now, Mm. Just rolling on offense with with Russell Wilson and that defense starting to pull the pieces together. It seems to me that Carolina, I mean, look, you look at their remaining schedule. They're at Cleveland next week. Okay. So on the road, I'm going to take Cleveland in that game with confidence. Baker Mayfield will be filthy after this week. He threw four interceptions. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. JJ Watt said he must have been feeling pretty dangerous in the first half. Yeah, heard that. That was great. Love that. Froth that. Then they host New Orleans, host the Falcons, and then at New Orleans. So you, you I don't see a path. And I, I think I, I think they're going to be must-win for New Orleans, too. I think they're going to have to play in those <clears> two games. Yep. 
But I think, I mean, out of those last four games, probably Browns and Falcons, it's definitely not the Saints for either home and away. And well, I think Seattle, I think Seattle play Arizona twice remaining. So they're laughing. I think Pan- the Panthers have had to have a few things go their way if they're going to make the playoffs. And it's going to cost them because obviously that game against Seattle, they lost by three. Mm-hmm. That cost them big time. Losing to Detroit, losing to the Redskins. And for me, I don't think they deserve to make the postseason. Their form the last four weeks has been putrid. Yep. And they just don't have enough. And Cam Newton, obviously, is not the quarterback that we hoped he would be. Moving on to another... It was a, it was a year now good, and it was never going to be... Um, much chop. It was the Rams going to Matt Patricia's house and just to show on the greatest show on turf against, I don't really know what's called Detroit. Um, the city was absolutely vibing it after they beat the Warriors, the Pistons. Thank God they have the Pistons. Well, Blake Griffin. Oh. Who would have saw this coming? Oh, God. I mean, if we want to talk about success in Detroit, we talk about <laughs> Pistons. <laughs> absolutely. And, you know, Chef Curry was back. And he was. The Pistons got the win. But uh, the Rams, again, putting up a 30-burger, going about their business. There was a hilarious moment I was watching on Red Zone. They were up 23-16. to 16. There was 2.32 remaining. Gurley broke free. It was like a 60-yard run. He's running towards the end zone. I have the Rams at minus 10. He's running towards the end zone. It's 23-16. He runs up to the top of the line. You know how Deshaun Jackson read that punt return? And he ran up to the t- up to the end zone. Then ran all the way down the line, waited for the guy to cover him, yep. and then ran into the end zone. I remember that well. Todd Gurley did that, went all the way down, and then just fell. What he tripped? No, no, he just he just he just oh he a, dropped. He took a knee. He took a knee. To run the clock. God, he is a team player. Detroit had three timeouts, two thirty-two remaining. He runs all the way down and just stops. Drags. Yeah, drags the clock as long as he can. Yeah, that's great. And, and then did- two plays later, it's second and goal. They run it in. So he just should have ran. And in. I don't think they took any time off the clock. I'm just like, what the fuck? Just go in there. <laughs> you're up by two touchdowns, dude. Like, yeah. you've done it once. Great. You're an intelligent player. We know it. We go got it. Bloody it's, pad your stats. It does sound like he's trying to get a little too clever there. I don't, yeah. I don't know why. Hey, turn it up. Oh, just get, this, get the score. God, far out. This does seem like a pretty standard day in the office for the Rams. Oh, eh? they, I don't think they um, got out of second gear, to be honest. Didn't, they didn't really need to. Didn't need to. Even when Gurley rushes for 132 yards <clears> and two TDs. Um well, it's almost like Goff and Gurley have a pregame chat. It's almost like KD and Steph. You want to take this one today? Like, yeah. Are you feeling are it? Are we running it? Yeah, you going? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ziggy Ansay, he's not too much of a threat. <laughs> I really throw it. Darius Slay, is he still playing? But I think uh, yeah. Goff had 207. Yeah. Nice, quiet. Yeah, for him this year, that's... Bit of a sleepy win. Yeah, played the first half. Yeah. And uh, Gurley, 132, two TDs. Stafford, 245, a touchdown to pick. You know, it was it was it was a good day. It was it was a steady day. It's all they need to do. Just keep just keep pace against the Saints. That's all they have to do. There's another day that makes me wonder: Are the Detroit Lions going to stick with Stafford long term? Yes, I think they have to. I think as I said before, you think every team should stay with every quarterback. (laughs) As I said before, it is a top of the pyramid thing. It's a a top of the. It's 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 what was the word? Jordan Belford. It's it's an in-house top of the front front house. That's the one. Front of house. It's a front of house problem. They get rid of Matt Patricia. Front office problem? It cl- front office. It clearly front hasn't, of house, it clearly uh, hasn't, uh, hospitality clearly, too. <laughs> clearly hasn't worked with Matt Patricia. We can call it. It's four and eight. I don't think you give this guy much more time. He, he, he coached them in the <laughs> 12 games. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> what, what? He coached them in the snow before an indoor game. Yeah. Let's just be sensible now. And I think this organization is incredibly poorly run. And Stafford, not saying he's similar to Rogers, but he is in a system which does not suit him. And I think that we cannot place the qu- the blame on the quarterback. 
I think you would be the most player-friendly coach in the history of the league. Yep. Uh, you think that Matt Patricia has had enough time with 12 games, but... Well, you think the Bucs are going to make the playoffs. So no, I, think, I don't, but you think... Let's but talk Matt about Stafford, preposterous comments. Matt Stafford's been with that team for 10 years. I get that. And they've been to the and playoffs, had, what, once? And he's had a... Calvin Johnson. Had, and his supporting cast has been Calvin Johnson, and that's just it. Just one of the greatest receivers of all oh, time. And that's it. Oh, Golden Tate. Marvin oh, God, Jones. He's, he's been great at Philly, too. We should talk about that. Yeah, uh, well, we will Jones. later. Yeah, Marvin Jones. Okay. Cool yeah. Eric Ebron. He didn't work. Reggie with... Bush. Eric Ebron, if he had him now, would be far better. <laughs> I think Eric Ebron needed a few seasons under his belt. Luck, <laughs> luck got him at the right time. But here's luck what didn't I'm... make him <laughs> Eric Ebron. Okay? That's literally... Just talk some sense. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> He went he to play with fl- a good quarterback. He went to play with a good quarterback, and, and he became a good player. Shock. Tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's his best tight end in the league. I think you're too harsh on Stafford. I think Detroit I think are he, a basket case. I think I he think pads s- his stats. I think he's an average quarterback who has 5,000-yard seasons. I don't know how yeah, it happens. Yeah, he's got a good arm, Yeah, but they're not going anywhere the with him. Straight like- swap, would you do it for James Winston? <laughs> oh, God, no. Uh, the only reason I like Stafford is because they were trying to build the prototypical quarterback on NFL.com, and they had Aaron <laughs> Rodgers' competitiveness. Yeah. Brady's mental awareness at the line yep. and Stafford's arm. So I'm like, you know, that's... So he must be a great so quarterback. Great, if, but I'm saying if, you don't give up that arm if NFL.com are ranking him. You, you know who else had a great arm? great arms. You know who else had a great arm? John Skelton. Jake Cutler. Jake Cutler. Yeah, and he was elite with, with uh, Brandon. Brandon Marshall in Denver. But uh, Your definition of elite is different back, to mine. Let's get back to the Rams. Did what they needed to do. This is all they need to do for the rest of the season. Win out. They're 11-1. and yep. They're the number one seed in the yep. NFC. The It looks like um, after a few weeks of the Saints being the team to beat that the Rams have retaken that moniker and uh, moniker. are in the driver's seat. Exactly. The Rams did what they needed to do. They hold that position. They hold the NFC Championship in LA. Moniker, a name. Exactly. And team to beat. Friends, I nailed it. Friends character. And that... <laughs> Is all they need. So good on the Rams. I'm getting behind them. Rams Chiefs Super Bowl. It's what we all want. I think it's going to happen. Fingers crossed that we get a replay of that Monday Night Football game of a couple of weeks ago. I need to take annual leave for that as well. Yeah, make sure you book that in. Yep. Another big day uh, down at the pub for us, mate. Fun uh, fact, the date is the same as last year, the 4th. You're kidding. Is that because it was a leap year this year? No, it's not. It's not. I don't know how that happens. And neither do I. I'm just checking now Maths. if it was the same. I don't think it's the same. Uh, we'll get back to that later. <laughs> what are we doing? God, I don't it... know. Let's go. I'm so sorry for the last minute and a half of... <laughs> Moniker is a word. Uh, moving on. Uh, mate, the Cleveland Browns went down to Houston to see what all the fuss is about. And i got to say, in the first half, they got their ass. Hottest team in the league. Handed to them. They, <laughs> are, they do have the longest active streak. Um, the winning streak, that is, do the... Texans, nine mm. in a row. They moved to nine and three and uh, firmly in control of the yeah. AFC South. Who would have called it? Um, Who would have called it when they were 0 and three as well? Who would have stuck with this team? <laughs> I honestly think you were, you were what, off the wagon what, if we what, went what, back what, to the tapes. What great minds. Um, it's very impressive. Yeah. Uh, they dominated in the first half. Only allowed 74 yards and zero points uh, after mm. Baker Mayfield was balling out last week. Uh, he took a back seat. Now, he I did back to earth this week. put up 350 yards in the second half. Wowza. Um, that was incredible. So that's pretty impressive. But he had three first-half interceptions. So, mm. I mean, look, good with the bad. He's a rookie quarterback. This is what happens. But yeah. he's still a stud. I'm still on Tim Baker. My God, I'd love to have him. Um, we all would. Nick Chubb. Chubb in the pants. Had 31 yards. The quarter Chubb. And a touchdown. Um, Jarvis, obviously, 100, 100 yards. But the Texans, uh, they just continue 
to reel off big wins. They have um, a chance to clinch the division next week with a game against just, the Colts. It just, it just goes to just goes to show how tight that AFC South race is. <laughs> and uh, that Jags win against the Colts was massive for the Texans. Well, I think that just about puts it out of reach. Massive. Like, I mean, what are they, three games, four games behind them now? Yep. Yeah, six, six and six, three games behind them. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. The Texans will host... Most likely Baltimore at this stage in the wild card. Which is what an exciting game that'll be. Epic. I'm yeah. so excited. Lamar Jackson goes in to get his eighth straight victory, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Um, by that point. He rushes 35 times <laughs> and breaks his leg. And oh, yeah, Lamar Miller. Let's give a shout out to Lamar Kendrick. Lamar. He had 100, 103 yards. Uh, this Texans offense is well balanced. Obviously, DeAndre and, and the pickup of Demarius Thomas. They're just doing everything right. And this defense as well is coming to life. I mean, we talked about it a couple of years ago, you know, in cafe chat, how, <laughs> of, of how great Jadavian Clowney is and JJ yep. Watt. You put them together. Obviously, Brian Cushing had to go. One of my faves. Mm, Brian Cushing headbutted him. a player when he had his helmet off. Um, one of the great um, mic'd up on the NFL. <laughs> but I think that this Texans team is just really clicking on all cylinders, nine and three now. Do you call and they them? still finish with a really easy schedule. Yeah, I mean, it's been an easy season for them. Let's be real. You look at who they've played. It, it is a who's it's who. Almost, it's it almost, is a who's who of the top 10 picks of the draft. It's almost corrupt. This yeah, I, I don't understand how it happened, but I mean, credit to them. They've won every game that's been in front of them for the past eight weeks, yep. uh, nine weeks, and that's not easy to do. Chaz, are they a true contender in the AFC? Where would you uh, rank them? I think them? they're a contender in the wild card round with a home divisional game. Yeah, no, fair enough. But I mean, game, sorry. In, in terms uh, in, of trying okay. to make the playoffs and uh, trying to make the Super Bowl. Uh, trying to make the Super Bowl, I have them probably fifth in terms of the actual seeding. I have the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Patriots, the Steelers. Ahead of them. Ahead of them. Um, I think they're pretty level with the Ravens. Yeah. Not sure if I could differentiate those two. Oh, I'd, I'd actually, right now, not to blow smoke up your eyes, but I think that the Texans would beat the Ravens on a neutral field. But I still, I, there's something about the Ravens. I'm just like, they can turn it on. They can, can't they? They're when they, 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 they want to play. Yeah, they're one of those I teams. I think they're a veteran team yeah. who can get bored. Yeah. And if like, they get behind, they get, yeah, throw the like, tail between their legs or whatever. Like, which, I, I could see us going. When T-Sizzle is going. I could see us going to a pub and then just like. That's a day that we're going to have to get off. Oh, absolutely. Because just jaw open after six pints and the score's like 38 to 10. And T-Sizzle's like going to the Texans crowd with a finger. Like Mate, that's, That'll happen. We should chuck 100. This goddamn team. We should chuck 100 on our respective teams. We're serious about this. Yeah, absolutely. If they're playing in the playoffs. If they play each other in the playoffs, yeah. you're putting 100 on the Texans. I'm yep. putting 100 on the Ravens. For my return, it'll be like 110 bucks. <laughs> but I think, I think that it'll be... Yeah, I, I just I can't count them out, the Ravens, no matter what state they're in offensively. Well, I just You just never can. I don't know. I mean, let's talk about the Ravens, mate. Um, yep. Let's move on to them. They've uh, reeled off three wins in a row. <sighs> it's devastating. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Really making things happen for this Ravens team. So Flacco's healthy. Well, he was actually not cleared to play this week. But okay. I think that's Are a bit of a... Are we saying that as I well? Think, I think that's is, a wink-wink nudge. Is John Harbour paying a few physios just to say, just keep him on. Just yeah. keep him on the sidelines. Are you sure that his knee's okay? This, don't put me in this position as a coach. Yeah. Okay? Because this, this, is, this is crunch time. It's seven and five. If I have to make a decision between Flacco and Jackson with, you know, the experiment that Lamar Jackson is, obviously, people are still unsure about him. And Flacco's kind of got fair that, enough. that Eli Manning. He won a Super Bowl 15 years ago, but he could still be good air about him. And he can still like, be good enough. Yeah, he can still be good enough. He can throw that same bullshit pass he throws 
to Tari Smith or the other guys, whoever they've got down <laughs> there. Smith. Crabtree. Crabtree's playing. You start a receiver like Crabtree. Um, but I think that this was a great win for the Ravens, and it really showed us where Atlanta are. Oh. With 16 points on offense. No, Atlanta, I'm like, not sure like, who Atlanta are. And, and yeah. I, I think Dan Quinn is the next to go. They, they haven't recovered from that Super Bowl loss. No. I don't think you can continue on as a franchise with it. Call them guys Sebastian, mate. Battle scars. Absolutely. They yeah. are sore. Yeah. And they, it looked like they're faded. Never going to change. Matt Ryan and this offense are meant to be the linchpin of the franchise. Mm. They're, they're how they win games. And when they're yeah. putting up 16 points at home in a game that You'd like, really like to win. Yeah, you just got to wonder where's the where's the spark I, I in this team. I have no idea. We say we're putting it down to Kyle Shanahan, the offensive coordinator. That year, he won MVP, and this offense was literally unstoppable. And I don't know who's running the show now, but Matt Ryan putting up 130 yards. They've got no running game, and they've had no running game for a very long time. I know Devontae Freeman's out. Ito Smith was their lead with seven of 22. Tevin Coleman six carries, eight yards. I think I saw that stat last week. Did yeah, I read that stat I, out I last know. week? I don't know no, what's happened to Coleman. Carries. He had he eight was... carries for six yards last week. So you kidding. He's, oh. doing, he's getting a little bit better. <laughs> but their receiving game, Julio, two catches, 18 yards. I have no idea what's going on with this team. Well, maybe give give a bit of credit to the Baltimore defense as yeah. well. Like Early in the season, we were wondering if they were the best in the league. I still think they're top five. Yep. Uh, and they're really coming into their own. Lamar Jackson, of course, only needed to throw for 125 yards on the day. On uh, the day. Had 17 attempts at rushing for a handy 75 on the ground and a touchdown on the way in. Mm-hmm. It is an interesting question, and similar to trying to find Green Bay fans who are on the Mike McCarthy wagon, I'd love to find the Ravens fans who are on the Joe Flacco wagon. I am. At the, you think Joe Flacco should be I want in? to see this organization burn. Oh, well, very good, of course. I love, I'd love to see him out there. But I think with this, the mo. This, this is primed, and here's what my crystal ball says, and I do not wish this on the Ravens because I think they're killing it with Lamar Jackson. Zach, if is, he zero, runs, Zach is zero for 11 on Maltese and crystal balls. If, if he, crystal balls, good calls, mate. Uh, if he runs for 20 attempts a game, something's going to happen. He's going to get injured, even if it's for a week. Yep. Joe Flacco gets back in. He's in a contract year. He's going to have a miracle run like he did in 2012. Ray Lewis will come out of retirement. <laughs> no. I'm, and, just, I'm, I'm just saying. And uh, they sign him for another 150 million over five yeah, years. Yeah, let's get Dennis Pitter. Let's give him a buzz. See what he's doing. Uh, Ray Rice, if he's not hitting women, and uh, yeah, uh, we'll probably leave Ray Rice on the bench. Ed Reed with uh, Kareem Hunt. Get Ed Reed out there, Kareem. Um, God, Kareem it's Abdul. Good. And uh, it's. I think that I do agree with this Lamar Jackson theory. I think they play the Bills, and some guy just goes for his legs. I'm just. Wor- just that's what I'm worried about. That's what I'm worried about. Like yeah. 17 rushes as a quarterback. It's just I don't know. He's like. Dude, he weighs less than I do. I'm pretty sure he's like 200 pounds or something, which Jesus. I can't do the math on, but he's he's very small frame mm. for someone who's running that much. I mean, he's running smart, but you just you, I worry. He's like That's Cam, my only concern. Uh, he's not. He's, he, he runs the same as Cam Newton, but Cam Newton's a brick shit ass. Yeah, Cam Newton's got like 70 pounds on you him. You wince when Cam dies for this ball for like a first down and they're backed up at the 12 against the Bucks. You're like, Ooh. Cam's built How like LeBron. Up? Yeah. Whereas Lamar Jackson's built like you. You know what yeah, I mean? Oh, wow. I think <laughs> I've been working out. And it's interesting that you integrated that quote. That was quite that was quite good actually. Um you cannot forget though, their their third QB, Robert Griffin the third, uh, he had a few reps today. He had two two completions for twenty one. So what was he doing out there? Just adding more spice to that QB battle in Baltimore. Um <laughs> yes. it'll be interesting to see what the health report is on Flacco next week because 
a Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl run, finishing your nine and seven, ten and six, beating the Pats in Foxborough in Jan has been seen a couple of times in my heyday. So let's not let's not count them out. Um, so that will be a very interesting storyline, seeing how the Ravens progress through the last four games. Chaz, let's move along to the Denver Broncos, who went. Uh, uh, sorry, they. Yeah, they did. They did. They went. They went to Cincinnati. Uh, and kick some ass, by the way. Denver Broncos on quite the tear. They're now 6-6 six and six after victories over the Chargers and the Steelers. Charlie's putting his fist in the air. I'm, I'm sensing that he's going to jump ship to the Broncos. I just <laughs> get the feeling he's, he's too happy about this Broncos victory. Uh, still not a fan of Case Keenum, I imagine. But, no, I'm not. Um, but I like this team. It is exciting. Look, the, after being 3-6, and six, they're now 6-6, six and six, keeping themselves in the playoff race in the AFC, which is really heating up. Particularly with that yeah. Colts loss. God, we keep talking about the Colts loss. I know. We but do, it is we, big. We love the Colts. We love Fitzgerald. We love Larry. And this Denver team, three wins on the trot, going to Cincinnati, not exactly a hostile environment to play. Oh, Cincinnati is just totally toast. <laughs> like, just what are they playing for? Shit the bed. Yeah, they don't <laughs> like, care. Yeah. Like, who are you? Like, oh, let's go out and win for Hugh Jackson or Marvin Lewis. Jeff Driscoll's playing. Oh, that's uh, right. That's, that's, that's really oh, enough, yeah, that enough for the Bengals. AJ Green left. He had a toe injury, came back from a toe injury, had a another foot injury. I'm guessing that same area of the foot. <laughs> and devastating for AJ Green. You would think if he's not in a seriously locked up contract, he looks elsewhere next year because this team... I'm not sure what his contract situation continues is. ...continues to waste the career of one of the great modern-day receivers. It's and true. Denver... Absolutely on fire recently. They do doing what you know. Philip Lindsay. Let's just let's just. This guy was undrafted. The Denver running back. He had 19 carries, 157 yards for two touchdowns. He was incredible for the Broncos all day. Case Keenum, 150 yards, pretty pedestrian. And the Denver defense as well, which is such a a massive component to their success. The Denver D holding the Bengals to 10 points. Not saying that's a massive achievement, but they still got the job done. Hey, anytime Jeff Driscoll's at home, you know he's looking dangerous. Exactly. And Denver are now six and six, so they're well in the hunt with the Dolphins and the Colts, both at six and six. This this Broncos team, Chaz, are, are a pretty tough team. They've come up against some of the best in the league. They've played the Chiefs, the Rams, the Seahawks, the Chargers, mm. Texans, Steelers, and they're currently sitting at six and six. I'm not saying they're looking dangerous in the playoff hunt, mm-hmm. but I, I'd love to see them in there at this point because I think they can. At, at least they've proven that they can hang with some of the league's best. Agreed. I think they uh, they can do it in a number in a bunch of and different ways. They've had to ways. play the Chiefs twice, by the way. They've had they've, to play the Chiefs. They've already played the Chiefs twice. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I'm looking at their remaining schedule. They're at San Francisco. Thank you. They host Cleveland. They're at the Raiders, and they then wow. Then they host the Chargers. So that's four potential wins right there. That's ten and six. Even maybe with the Chargers, not, maybe not the Chargers. But let's def- call it, let's call it nine and seven. Nine and seven will get you through. That'll get you. That'll get yeah. you in. I think you're punching a ticket at nine and seven. Yeah, wow. the, the Colts and Dolphins have to have the most ridiculous schedules to get to get the three wins. I think Denver do get that wild card spot. Obviously, you've got the Ravens as well at seven and five. Mm. So it's going to be interesting to see how that playoff picture sets sets up because obviously the Chargers are going to take that wild card round spot. That's a, that's a good point. Mm, yeah. Maybe nine and seven won't do it. I forgot about the Ravens sitting yeah. at seven and five, who could get to ten and six. They could. So you wonder if Denver probably has a, a realistic chance they might just have to win out the rest of the season. Mm. And I agree. I'd love to see them in the playoffs. I think Case Keenum 
is still a pedestrian quarterback, but I think they have enough players to compete when it matters against some really good teams. And obviously this defense is a, is a massive part of their success. So I think that um, the Dolphins are tough to pick as well. And the Colts, obviously, with that, just mm. shat the bed in Jacksonville. But uh, I'm still not taking Miami seriously. No, I'm not taking Miami seriously either. I think uh, you just etch over the bills. I think, you, you know, you just look at yourself in the mirror. Mate, the Bengals yeah. season is um, all but over. Officially kaput. It's very, very Martin upsetting. Lewis, he Marvin just signed Lewis. a two-year extension. When? At the start of this season. Oh, so oh my God. So do they keep him next year? Or uh, they can't. Do they, uh, they can't. pack it in? How many seasons has he been coaching now? 15? Okay. I think, how, I think how many, since 2003, if I'm not mistaken. See how many um, playoff victories? Playoff wins he's got. I, 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 yeah, you could do the math on that. It's I think it's zero. 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 Yeah. Right. Okay. Very good at entering the wild card round. And copying yep. a tough loss to the Steelers, though. So, so I'm just you looking, do have to weigh that up. Yeah, last playoff game win. For the franchise? For the franchise was, it says here, 94. Good year. So that's against the Browns. Wow, that would have been hotly contested. <laughs> uh, yeah, since since so far, the Bengals have had um, seven winning seasons, three division titles, and seven wildcard playoff berths. So obviously they've, and they've, seven losses and seven losses. So they've made the playoffs. The what the wild card against the Steelers most years, but they just haven't got any further. Can't get the chockies uh, with Marvin. Mar- yeah, Marvin Lewis has to go ne- next year. Yeah, it, it's 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 getting out of hand. How many how many years? How many lifelines can this guy have? Would you give Andy Dalton another year, Chaz? Of course I would. I think Andy. Dalton... Oh God! How many quarterbacks can this league have? <laughs> it's a front office issue. <laughs> All right. Front every, office. Every team. It's front, it's a front office. office issue. It's about general management. I work in restructuring. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked in restructuring for six months. I think I know when there the, is mismanagement. I know, I know the ins and outs of this league. And great organizations start with great management. We're very happy for Denver, obviously. He's starting to heat up in the Kirk Cousins, the Case Keenum, Case Keenum Virgin of the Year Award. And look, it's going to be a very interesting <laughs> AFC, <laughs> AFC playoff picture. Presented by Richard Branson. Absolutely. Good. Moving on to another, uh, it's actually quite a close game in the end. Didn't expect it. I had the Chiefs at minus 14 in the multi. Kansas Yikes. traveling to Oakland to face the 2-9 and nine Gruden. And this one actually turned out to be a bit of an offensive showing. The Raiders, uh, sorry, the Chiefs winning 40 to 33. Patrick Mahomes throwing another four touchdowns to just solidify his MVP campaign. But the 40 Raiders, on the season. 40 on the season. Incredible. The Raiders did not go down without a fight. Derek Carr, 285 and three touchdowns. He was back to his, his 2016 form. You know, he was back to his form where they finished 6 and 10. And, uh,. <laughs> Jared Cook was lighting it up. He had a hundred yards, and uh, I don't. I mean, I don't want to poke holes yeah. in your in your theory there, but they, yeah. they were actually twelve uh, and four in twenty sixteen. That's why I said it. You said six and uh, ten. It was rough on the figures, but Mahomes obviously doing what he needed to do. This was a pretty uneventful game. Obviously, a key win in the AFC playoff picture with the Pats at nine and three. A bit of respect on Gruden's side, you got to say, keeping pace with the Chiefs. A much more fun game to watch mm. if you're a Raiders fan. And oh, they were going berserk. It's like they won the Super Bowl when 
Jared Cook, I think, scored a TD. Like, I think people had their tops off. They're throwing their phones. Beers are going everywhere. I'm just like, I just love this fan base. This fan base is great. All they want is a competitive team. And it is <laughs> funny that it took 11 weeks to get it. Yeah. Um. So we're going from... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick it up. Sure. Uh, mate, moving on. Hey, we've been... Touching on this all game, all podcast, all game. This we is a game. All game. This is a game. This is a game. But yes. we've been touching on it all day. Uh, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars absolutely handling the Colts, putting mm. up a defensive showing like uh, they would have last year uh, with Saxonville. Uh, Indianapolis held to zero points. First time in Andrew Luck's career that uh, he's been held scoreless. Poor bloke. Well, it's incredible when you had um, a five-game, I think it was a five- or a six-game win streak for the Colts. Five games, yeah. We were getting really excited about them. We penciled I think this everyone in, in the a, league was. It yeah. was an exciting team to watch. It is. And, and you know, I think they had an injury to Jack Doyle or one of their key play, tight ends, and it, it kind of made me a little bit skeptical about picking the the Colts this week, especially in Jacksonville. I know they had a close game in Indianapolis a couple of weeks ago, the Jags and the Colts. But at least they scored. And I think the fact that they had Blake Bortles out of the lineup made the Made the Jags relevant and it, so much more dangerous. I was going to say a, as a I, team to bet against. I think it inspired the defense to play well. Exactly, because they thought, you know what? If we just do what we do, if we get two field goals, we will probably come away team. with the win. But if we don't turn the ball over on every possession, yeah, and throw drop punts, we might be a chance. And they exactly what this Jags D did. They held the Colts scoreless. Don't know the last time that that's happened, and. This team with Cody Kessler leading the franchise did exactly what they needed to do in a massive AFC South win to get some respect back to this locker room because this team was just down and out. Jalen Ramsey had the game-ending tackle. I still think... Have you actually have you seen the tackle? No. He kind of bumps him, and then the Colts guy falls out of bounds, but they ruled it forward progress. So even though he went out of bounds from the deflection, he had forward progress, so the, the clock ran down. So all the players oh. stormed the field. And the commentator's like, we need an explanation from the ref. We think it could be out of bounds. So it took him like 20 minutes. Jalen Ramsey is barking at the Colts' sideline, like, in your face. We just won the game. Stuff you. And they're like, you're 4-8. Good on you. Yeah. And people are high-fiving Ramsey. He's just officially my number one cock in the NFL. You're not a fan and of we Ramsey, loved him. We loved him in the preseason. But oh, I think I it's amazing what happens when the team actually doesn't do well and you just talk shit. Yeah, right. You like, liked you him when he was talking when shit when and winning. all-pro cornerback. Don't yep. get me wrong. Like, with Sherman. But... He just looks like an absolute funk now. And this Jags team would must be excited because, you know, Cody Kessler, 18 for 24, 150. Blake Bortles. Dangerous. Blake you know, Bortles. Yeah. Uh, a, a, long, a distant memory now that they've snapped a seven-game skid mm-hmm. to have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mate, what, what I'm trying to figure out is why the Colts completely abandoned the run game. It looks like Andrew Luck threw it 52 times on the day, mm. um, whereas it looks like they only had 16 attempts at rushing. Something's gone wrong there with the balance on offense. Mm. And it's not exactly like they were chasing an insurmountable lead. Uh, <laughs> Jacksonville scored six points all day. And one touchdown would have got you there. You'd think a long sustained drive with a maybe yeah. a, one, a one to two yard punch in the end zone from uh, the Mac attack would have got the job done. But unfortunately, the Colts now on the outside looking in um, with a few other contenders in the AFC when you think about Baltimore and uh, the Chargers taking up those last two wildcard spots, it's going to be tough for the, it's going to be for very the Colts tough. from here. It's going to be very tough. And this is a loss they will rue, a loss that really have des- almost could define their season, considering how well they were playing 
with that Luck and T.Y. Hilton connection back. Naheem Hines was really starting to light it up. He had four carries for five yards. And obviously the defense did their job. They held the Jags to six points, for God's sake. Oh, yeah, that's and, just it. And the Colts, I don't know what's happened. This this Jags D, obviously, Shit as you bed. said at the start, back to their 2017 form. I had the Colts at 1-13. to um, Big win, little win. <laughs> and I was going to go the Colts just to win, but I thought, no, that's too did short a tip odds. This week? That's too short a odds. Sorry? Did you get a tip this week? We'll talk about that on fourth down. Very good. When we punt. Moving on from that garbage. Uh, we got a few stinkies to go. Yeah, okay. probably, let's, just... let's finish off with Bill's Dolphins really quickly. Uh, 17 to 21, Dolphins emerging victorious. Josh Allen had a game-winning potential play at the end. He scrambled out of the pocket. He was at the half, at the 50-yard line. He launches a ball to Charles Clay, who was literally 30 meters open uh, in the end zone. And uh, Josh Allen underthrew it. Clay, hey. Clay dives for the ball. Uh, it muffles it, and that's the game. The Bills are four and eight. The Dolphins are six and six, and are still in playoff contention, which Unbelievable. is one of the great miracles. Along with Philly being eligible for a playoff spot as of tomorrow, and Ryan Tannehill, you know, they're calling it third down in Tannehill apparently because he is efficient as ever on third down. If you look at his stats, do you think we should keep Tannehill next year if we're uh, the Miami? Absolutely, Dolphins? we should. <laughs> oh, there will be no changes in quarterback this offseason. I also think we keep Josh Allen. Uh, I think Cody Kessler is uh, the man, the man hey. for the future. Hey, if you can stop the Colts' five-game run, you, you can play football in this league. And that was a an AFC East um, trash game. That, yeah, as I said, shouldn't have been My, televised. Job. All of them are. Hey, staying on the AFC East, the New York Jets had a 16-point lead over the Tennessee uh, Titans, but they clawed back into this one to keep their slim playoff hopes alive. (laughs) Very slim. You call me the quarterback friendly. The playoff hope, Miller, is 100%. Yeah, but that's that's, they are still in contention. (laughs) What what are they, 6-6 and at this point? Everyone's 6-6 six and six in the AFC. That's just a fact. I mean, <laughs> hey, the ball falls the right way. The Jets aren't 6-6. Six six. No, no, the Tennessee Titans. Oh, t- oh the Titans. Yeah, the, 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 the Titans. Tennessee. The, the, the Titans, yeah, they're 6-6. Six six. Yeah, the, it's incredible. Tennessee, it's, it's, it's great to see. Big uh, fourth quarter comeback. Vertical game was strong. But, of course, this was a, a stinking game. The Todd Bowles era in New York is just about done, Chaz. Uh, thankfully, mercifully. And I think we move on. We certainly do. And to my final game, it was the Thursday night game, the defensive showing with Dallas emerging victorious 13-10. to 10. We talk about Rams, Chiefs, 54-51. to 51. We get all hyped about offense. Defense is gone. This is an offensive league. You cannot draft linebackers if you're going to succeed. And Dallas just punched a hole through that statement. It is. They were stout as ever, <laughs> stopping New Orleans, kept them scoreless for the first half, ruining many multis. And Dallas have officially emerged as the NFC East leader. And I think they're a serious threat in the playoffs. This is what I wanted to ask, Chaz, after this game. I was excited mm-hmm. from the potential uh, because now the Saints have dropped off. They're, they're what, 10 and 2. They're the second seed. In the context, yeah. In, in the context of the seeding, it, it is really impacts them. And Dallas have gone from strength to strength since the Amari Cooper trade. Are Dallas not only a playoff contender, but could you see them stringing together a road victory in the playoffs? I think if we look at the picture, so they would most likely host, well, they're hosting Seattle currently. So I think they would be, if they win that game, they would probably go to the first seed. Is that correct? That'd be right. Because they are the currently the fourth seed. No, so if the, if the Bears, the Bears will play the Saints if they beat the Redskins. The Cowboys would travel to LA to play the Rams. Yeah. Now, 
based on what I've seen, I obviously like the Rams at home. But I think if it becomes a defensive a battle, which the Cowboys clearly did against the Saints and, and essentially played the game on their terms, running it heavily with Zeke, with Zeke Elliott, I think this team can obviously make some noise. But in the context of the Rams, I don't think they're up there. I think they can definitely win the game against the Seahawks at home. But it was, it was incredible to see this Cowboys offense and then how Dak Prescott evolved. He completed 84% of his passes with Amari Cooper in that offense and Zeke Elliott pounding the rock. And they just controlled this game from end to end. It was it just is. an incredible thing to see. It is. I mean, they controlled it with defense because at, at the end of the day, 13 points isn't exactly you know an, an offensive mm. explosion. Mm. But it got the job done. Um, those two linebackers, Van Der Esch and oh, Jalen Smith. Um, Jalen Smith? Jaden Smith? Jalen. Jalen. It's Jaylen not Jaden. Yeah. That is the son of Will. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable linebacking call, which totally neutralized Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram in the backfield. Who would make a couple of good runs, powerful runs, but not enough to... Uh, affect the drive. Mm. Those defensive ends, Demarcus Lawrence, he's on a contract year and he's playing like it. We're disrupting Drew Brees so much. I mean, I totally see these guys as a contender and I can't believe I'm saying this after they were three and five at one point in the season and I almost stuck a fork in them. I know, the clapper. But there's something about them that... My only hesitation is, Chaz, I don't see New Orleans putting up that game again and I certainly don't see them doing it again in the Superdome. And I think the... Rams have also learnt enough, probably watching that game, to take the Cowboys seriously. Thursday night game, road game, these things happen. I don't think it's over for the Saints by any stretch, and I don't think Dallas are the new favourite coming out of the NFC. But they have told the league that we're here and they we, have the pieces uh, we know how to win. They're ready to play. And Kamara and Ingram combined for 63 yards, and Drew Brees threw 127 yards and a pick. You don't see Drew Brees throw one interception. Yikes. Um, so I think... As you said, that's obviously, I think it's a nice little reminder for the Saints to kind of buckle up now. It's, it's, it's not a game they needed to lose, obviously, for the, for the sake of their playoff run and in the scheme of the NFC playoffs. But I think that, as you said, it's a short week for the Saints. And I don't, think, I, don't, I don't see this happening. They still have that second seed in the NFC. And Dallas, I think, really make it interesting against that wild card round against the Seahawks. And it's incredible how they have turned it around from three and five. Uh, with the pieces they have. That Amari Cooper trade was just massive in the context of the season. Huge. So I think Can't that... Can't believe it worked out. Jerry Jones is looking like a genius right now. I know. I know. It's insane. And it's good. It's, it's great to see Dak playing well and throwing some balls. He threw 248. Mm. Uh, Zeke obviously had 76 yards. Michael Gallup. You know, some of these guys, Blake Jarwin, Cole Beasley. So, you know, they're not playing with rock stars, but they're getting it done. Yep. And they're resting on defense. They're playing smack mouth football. Smack mouth. Very good. Smack mouth football. And it's nice to see a change. It's nice to see uh, a non-offensive team succeed. Yeah, big D, getting it done. Hey, let's uh, get to the last game of the week. It's the Seattle Seahawks playing the San Francisco 49ers. And um, they killed them. 43 to 16. Oh. There's not too much to say in this game. The Seahawks no. now sitting at 7-5 and five in what was a rebuilding year. We've t- spoken about this earlier. Unreal. They're looking fantastic. I mean, I wouldn't want to play them in the in the playoffs. That's for sure. They are a dangerous team that can play on the road. Um, they, the the San Francisco Forty ers rather, are just limping to the end of the season. <laughs> are they the worst team in football? They got the number one pick in the draft right now, and uh, they've earned it. What about the Raiders? The Raiders have got. Uh, I'm Raiders pr- are two and ten. Are they two and ten? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Raiders nine is both two and ten. I think, yeah. And the Bills are four and eight, so they're vying out for that number one pick. Okay, so they will be battling. 
they will be battling. It'll be good for the defense to work through some, you know, some reps with Richard Sherman this year, building that side of the ball. <laughs> um, not much else to say. If we, if this team had Jimmy G, maybe we would have picked them if they went to Seattle. Maybe I, we I just, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm, when you look at the season as a whole, how much better was Jimmy G going to make this team than two and ten? Oh, at least six and ten. Yeah, at least seven and nine. Good you know, for, somewhat good respectable, but you know, you just don't understand what a year of football can do for a team's chemistry, getting used to the system, and then they make a big push next year. That's what they all said when he signed. Um, devastating, obviously, the circumstances which resulted in the ACL. Russell Wilson, we again preach him. We love him. He's married to Ciara. He's, he's doing well on all fronts. Uh, he's just an incredible human. Incredible human being. He only he threw 185 yards. He threw four touchdowns. He needed 11 throws. Josh Rosen, you know, nine. Yeah, he throws nine throws for per TD. Wilson, 11 for four. And, yeah, leading receiver, Jaron Brown. Two TDs. So, yeah, who's that? It is It is funny to see old uh, old Mullins. But his arm must be sore. He had 48 attempts on the day trying oh, to catch right. up to Wilson. Who only needed to throw it 11 times mm. uh, for completions. Um, I want to ask you, Zach. How Sorry, far, 17 for 11 How far can Seattle go? Honestly. Do you see them going to Dallas and knocking them off? I could see them beating Dallas. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I agree. I, agree. I, I think it'll be a good game at this point. And th- right now, when you take all this mm. into consideration mm. from this perspective, mm. uh, honestly, I, I I really think they could win. I would actually back them to get a victory over Dallas. I just think that they're they, – they seem like a more solid team to And me. the quarterback play from Wilson is far better. He can put up more points quickly. That's true. Uh, with probably less weapons than Dak Prescott. The defense is still obviously has a few key players in Bobby Wagner. The Griffin brothers haven't really seen much of them this year. Maybe it's because I haven't watched any of their games. And you know but what I'd love to see, which would which could really ruffle some feathers. Jeremy Lane. No, I'd love to see Seattle play the Rams in the divisional round because they always play each other tough. Oh, the yeah. Rams have won twice this year, the but one, only the but, one team. But I think that they are the one yeah. team that, for whatever reason, you throw the records out. You know, yeah. they're a divisional rival. Yeah, it would be it would be epic. And you get uh, Pete Carroll and that Seattle coaching staff with the Chinos. I just like I'd they're love all to playing golf, it. chewing the gum. I think that'd make for a great divisional round. It so would. it'd be great know. to see. It'd uh, be great to see. Would it would it rob us of the Rams Chiefs Super Bowl that we so greatly deserve? Yes. Um. And and look, and I not, wouldn't want it to happen. And look, the Rams are probably going to still win that game. Let's be real. I mean, yeah, but it'd be a contest if anyone if anyone's going to challenge them. Yeah, I'm not saying the skins or the bears are going to LA and causing any noise because, um, but yeah, Seattle again, another great season from Russell Wilson, just carrying this franchise, and it's great to see. It's great to see Seattle playing well. All right, well, hey, that wraps up week twelve. We got a huge Monday night football game coming up uh, when the Washington Redskins visit the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Playoff implications, huge, huge time. Who would have thought? Jazz, it's the fourth down. Let's move on. Um, pretty loose to this point. Let's be real. Mm. Uh, first time recording during the day. And I got to say, we had a lot to say. I'm enjoying it. I am too. Mate, um, I forgot to put on a multi this week. Shock. Guilty. Shock. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're working false. And you I'm got, glad. You got money. I got income. I'm, I'm, you, got, you got the cash. I do have cash. I got cash to burn. Yeah, I will this week. I want to put it on. Don't wanna... How did you go? Well, I had um, on on Thursday. I had the my seven leg, and I had the Saints obviously to just to win, just to win. Thought so it'd be a bit more conservative. Yeah, I like that. just to win because I would think that you know the Saints at uh, nine and one or ten and one would go to Jerry World and beat the Clapper on on uh, on Thursday night. How I was ill informed, and they went down. So I was sitting there last night thinking. Oh, 
I got to make Monday count. I can't just go through today can't and just enjoy and not, football and for the game fail and not fail a multi. Oh. I can't not do that to myself. So I essentially put all the bets that I had on and added another game to that legs uh, to the seven legs to see how I would fare. So I had the Carolina at Tampa at minus three. They lost by seven. You backed Carolina? Back Carolina. Then I had, uh, if all of them actually got up, I had the Rams minus 10 and a half at Detroit. So they, they got that up. worked. Yep. I had uh, the Chiefs at minus 14. They won by seven. So, so that went no down. Good. I had Seattle at uh, to win against San Fran, just, just to win. So that got up. Then I had uh, the ones which went down with the Packers to win. Lost Oof. to Arizona. That Colts won to 13, lost to the Jags <laughs> on a five-game win streak. Oof. And I have, I still have Philly. Oh, beat, well, let's just see. Just to win. So I could actually be up. I could get um, three how dare, out of seven. How dare you bet on Philly? I'm, <laughs> I'm absolutely Philly. They're probably going to lose now, judging by your luck. So based on that and based on big win, little win as of late, I've gone with six legs because I think I've got to be more sensible in like I just get too excited. If it's over two hundred dollars, I get to get too excited. So this one is only a return of one eighty. Um, so I've gone. It's always about the return. The, it's never about the odds. <laughs> so I've got the Chiefs at minus seven. You're 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 a bookie's Host, dream. Hosting the Ravens. Chiefs yep. minus seven. Come on, I, no, I like that's that. Pretty good. Chiefs at Arrowhead. Yep. I see it. I've got Denver at minus five and a half at San Fran. Love that. I think they're, they're being disrespected there. I'm getting yeah. on that. Yeah. I've got Philly. I've got Dallas hosting Philly at minus three. Well, it'll be interesting to see how tomorrow night goes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I Well, I've already like put that. it on. So uh, <laughs> I've got Detroit at minus two and a half at Arizona. Shut the I front like door. That. What? So that'll be Mark Schlereth. <laughs> oh, the poor bastard, man. He gets a if rough slate again. You see Josh Rosen. And. I've oh, got when the, I was playing for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I've, got, I've got the Steelers just to win at Oakland. Yep. And I've got the Rams. That's, that is conservative. Rams minus three and a half at Chicago. What's the line for Steelers? Steelers. 118. So I think the only ones I'm worried about are Dallas. And that's it. Like Rams minus three and a half at Bears. I'm pretty confident with. I feel good about that. Um, Detroit minus two and a half Arizona. That's like exactly the game they win 27-24. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. That's, so the rest of them fine with that's them. That's how they're just, built. Just Dallas. But I can't change it. So hopefully Philly shit the bed. Uh, here's hoping not. I might get, I might what go. here's hoping not? Well, they're my team and I'd love to see them make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, yeah, but what about Mimoti? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I think um, we have to finish the season with a win. We have to. I know you won 10 bucks, but that's not, that's, no, that's no, not no. a win. We're that's going, not we're the going, same. We're going hard from here, Chaz. Yeah. What have you got, mate? Um, oh, well, I, I really... Because uh, your bets, your app's so shit, you can't put a bet on. Well, no. A lot, uh, yeah, bet 365, I've got six games that don't have lines. So I'm limited in my options here. I may be jumping ship to sports bet. Watch out. Yep. Huge. Um, mate, I love the Chiefs hosting the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I think, I just can't imagine Lamar Jackson putting up Big numbers. Even 25 points wouldn't get it done for that line he just can't, for the Chiefs. He just can't throw it. No, exactly. So I think uh, we say so really you've limited. got them at the line, seven, minus yeah, seven. I yep. have them at minus seven. Um, hey, don't look now, but I actually like the Browns hosting the Panthers. Oh, no. They're getting a point. <laughs> They're getting a point. And I think that is a disrespectful way to treat Baker Mayfield. The Panthers, they're, they're cook mate, complete pretenders, absolutely shat the bed. I like that. Okay. I'm taking So you got it. them a plus one. Yeah. 
I like the Saints on the road. They need a bounce back against Tampa Bay. Minus eight. I didn't see that game. I must have missed that. Damn it. I'm jumping on that wagon. Absolutely. Um, And then there was one in there that I really liked of yours, and I can't remember what it was. I think it was the Chargers. Denver? Minus five and a half at San Fran. Yeah, lock it in. Lock that in. So you got three legs. That's four. Four. What's the payout? I don't know. I haven't done it yet. It's all about the payout. Uh, It's all about the payout. It's going to be very exciting. Obviously, a massive four weeks. If we get a win, can't wait. It's going to be just bigger than Ben Hur. Exactly. Well, that'll fund our uh, Texans Ravens wildcard bar. Dead set. Bar Szechuan. So it's going to be massive. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. But I think it's going to be great. Four weeks to go. Best time. Best time in football. Yeah. December. Absolute treat. Get around it. It's going to be great. Fingers Watch crossed out the, for the pack. Fingers crossed the Green Bay can pull in a half-decent coach. Yeah. So and keep Aaron Rodgers in town. Big old Philbin. Big old Philbin boy. Oh my God. Guys, that wraps us up for this week. Hey, head to the socials. Give us a like. I, mean, I swear to God, we'll put some content on there soon. Jazz, how's the social media strategy going? It's getting there. We have a big off-season work to be done. But we're excited. Hey, it's happening. Things are happening. It's great. <laughs> Things are happening. <laughs> Zach and Charlie. First down under.